The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Any health advice given, whether general, diet, physical or spiritual, is general only and must be verified by your doctor. If you need medical advice, please consult a doctor. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the latest edition of the Health and Fitness Show. I am Suleiman Rafiq, your host for today's show, and we are broadcasting live from the studios of Inspire FM on 20th of June 2019, reaching listeners in Luton and surrounding areas on 105.1 FM, as well as via the Inspire FM website, the new Inspire FM website. If you are listening to this show on Sunday or any other Thursday, then it is a repeat. I'm delighted to say I've got my co-host, main man, Fahad Matin. Salaam alaikum, Fahad. How are you? Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. How are you, my brother? Alhamdulillah, I'm very well, I'm very well. I always feel nervous when you're here. So, you know. Oh, come on. You have the grasp, you prepare no. the show. You are the main man today, mate. Excellent. Alhamdulillah. I'm delighted to say that a friend of the show, Joe Miola, is also with us. How are you doing, Joe? Hi, I'm good, thank you. Fantastic. Thank you very much for giving up your evening to join us. Appreciate it. Um, if you prefer, listeners, if you prefer to watch as well as listening, you can view us via Facebook. All you have to do is go to the Inspire FM Facebook page and click on our live link. This is your show, so why not get involved? You can do that by text or WhatsApp on, what's the number, Fahad? 0779481822. It's just written over there. 0779481822. Exactly. Fantastic. Or you can call us on 01582481822. Fantastic. Fahad, first live show for us uh, after Eid. How was your Eid? Eid Mubarak? Eid Mubarak to the listeners? Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. It was good. Uh, unfortunately, uh, yes, um, uh, as Eid finished, uh, as Ramadan finished, uh, um, it was like a bit kind of uh, health issues to ourselves because we both, uh, we were under the weather and, and it was a bit kind of conflicting with other, other programs. Uh, uh, brother Leo was supposed to do the very first one, but unfortunately he was busy, and then I was under the weather, and then it was like all things going pear shaped in many different ways. So uh, but we're here now. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. The good thing is we are well and we are good and we are back and we are back with a bang. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, a huge jazakallah khair to uh, you know all the guys and uh, brothers and sisters that ran Inspire FM throughout Ramadan. You know personally, I really enjoyed seeing seeing yourself and uh, brother T- brother Tarek in the Seri show every morning. It gave me some company. Uh, <laughs> I was not was there nice. every single morning. I was there on on the on the Most weekends. On Maybe the weekends. just drinking tea. <laughs> Mainly well, just... I'm the. You can say I'm the tea guy for the Ramadan. <laughs> Jaiwala, <huh? laughs> fantastic. And as well as the Seri show, which was great, had the Iftari show and other shows. Uh, also had Inspire Eid, which uh, Alhamdulillah managed to go down and um, enjoy with my family. So Jazakallah khair to everyone that was involved in making that happen. Uh, it really was a, a joyous occasion. And Alhamdulillah, it was good. It was great, wasn't it? And and in terms of uh, obviously. For had post Ramadan now. Uh, how are you feeling in terms of your sleep and uh, you know, mashallah, you looking, you looking well, you looking trim. Alhamdulillah, Ramadan always have uh, that uh, positive impact on you. And during the month of Ramadan, one thing I try to do is to control my diet in a pro- proper, proper way. Mm. When I say control my diet, means um, uh, you can only eat uh, a very small time because you have a very long day. Yeah. Okay. So uh, whatever time you get, you normally eat. You're supposed to eat healthy. So I have a very healthy regime throughout the month of Ramadan since last few years. One thing I do do in the month of Ramadan, especially uh, when I break my fast, I open my fast with uh, with fruit bowl, uh, chopped fruits uh, in a big bowl, and I normally have it. Uh, and there are like five, six different types of food, mm-hmm. uh, fruits, uh, without any sugar syrup or anything else, any additive uh, extra. So that's my start. Open my uh, fast with a date, uh, have my namaz, and then 
eat that which is a healthy start and and and, and because the dinner time and the sari time is not far fetched so in the sari time i have a cereal or porridge and 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 bits uh, and same thing over there at that time as well there are some days when you are into an iftar party where you have to have other items which is once the blue moon or once in few days uh, of uh, once a uh, few few days here and there in the month of ramadan which is not too bad but overall that was my regime and hence you can see uh, a slightly from me and i i'm trying my level best not to put any weight that's that's the thing isn't it it's how do you keep it off uh as uh, um our next guest who will be joining us shortly uh, dr talib abubakar who have encouraged me quite a lot that if you eat healthy and you think healthy and you try to uh, take small steps at one time uh, you can keep that excess weight off from you fantastic i'm absolutely delighted to say yeah, dr talib abubakar friend of the show will be joining us very shortly and today's topic is um as part of love love your lungs week so we'll be focusing on um our vital organ the lungs and today i don't know if you guys knew today is also world clean air day did you guys know that yes indeed it is yeah. it is a clean air well uh yeah we will try our level best to make sure the air should be clean <laughs> <laughs> it's very cold in the studio i don't know if that's related to world well uh, it's good to be cold man it's yeah. really hot outside yeah but it's so important isn't it with all the um you know recent news around the importance of the environment and the impact that has on our health mm-hmm. um that you know we start engaging on topics such as the world clean air day so that's good just the last kind of announcement for me to make i've been asked is in relation to next wednesday the 26th of june will be the annual picnic in the park from our friends at flying start mm-hmm. so um this year's popular family event picnic in the park will be held at wardown park on wednesday the 26th of june from 10 till 2 p.m why well, wardown park wardown park is beautiful any if i could go to any park i'd go to wardown park yeah. i love wardown park i can't get enough of it and picnic in the park is luton's largest preschool event attracting more than 3000 people this free event is co-hosted by luton council's flying start team and the early years alliance and is a fabulous opportunity for parents and young children to have fun take part in activities and learn more about services in Luton this year's theme is think active be active <laughs> i'll repeat that as think active be active and this topic will provide the framework for the activities on offer and key messages to give to families luton's new mayor alongside the new chief executive robin porter will officially open the event at 10:15 and welcome families to take part in fun as usual there will be early years providers and local organizations health organizations in attendance offering a range of essential information to parents and carers on subjects including healthy living home road and fire safety as well as details of childcare and family support services available in this town please do spread the word guys that's luton picnic in the park 2019 wardown park 26th of june from 10 till 2 right in in terms of the clear air there uh, clean air day yeah let's ask uh, joe what her things uh, what her thoughts about today that clean air yeah because you you see people who try to <laughs> have uh, <coughs> smoking uh, as as a clear clean <laughs> yes well obviously stopping smoking will bring about cleaner air um i think um our friends from public health um will confirm in Luton we do have quite a polluted environment mm-hmm. um where we're doing quite a lot to reduce that um and smoking contributes to it unfortunately um and 70% of cigarette smokers actually go into the air so passes by um will passive smoke So yeah so it's not really good in terms of bringing about clean air. So in terms of uh, the environment itself you said uh, the Luton environment is very polluted why do you think is that? Um well we are very high um in the list for I think we're fourth in the list for the most congested town um in terms of traffic. 
Mm. Um, so my public health colleague told me what, uh, some, earlier this week. So I think we've got a lot of congestion and a lot of carbon monoxide from uh, the cars mm-hmm. and buses and things like that. So I think there's work to be done around that. So, Absolutely. Uh, and like you were saying earlier, it's all interrelated, isn't it? If we could get more of our children and if we can get more of our people in the community to walk, cycle, scoot or take public transport... Yeah. Then that will obviously ease up on the congestion. No one likes sitting in those long queues in Burry Park, you know. And um, I know you love it. I know you love it. Come on, someone. It kills me. Every you time love that. My wife's like, let's go Burry Park. I'm like, really? Really? I know you love it. Come on, Salman. I know you love it. More importantly, I'm delighted to say, Assalamu uh, alaikum to Dr. Talib Abu Bakr, who's just joined us in the studio. Waalaikumsalam. How was your Eid, Doctor? It was excellent. Thank excellent. You very much. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Lovely to see you today. So, just to recap, we're talking about Love Your Lungs Week and uh, also today is World Clean Air Day. And so obviously there's a connection between the two of these. So just uh, before we um, get into the nature of the topic, just a quiz question for listeners. Mm. Which, lung, which lung is bigger, your right, left, or are they both the same? So I'm going to see now on WhatsApp if... Uh, Okay, so when I was looking into today's topic, I came across an interesting fact, yeah, that hopefully you won't give away, which is which lung is bigger, your left, your right, or are they both the same? So I know my son listens, so he's seven, he should know this as well. So you can uh, message us, or you can get one of your Let's start with that GP, because he knows about it better than us. I don't want to give the answer away. No, don't give the answer away, don't give the answer away. So any listeners, it's 0779481822. Okay, so that's the quiz question, but let's get into today's topic. So, Joe, could you just talk to us a bit, as you said, about the relationship between smoking and the impact that has specifically on a person's lungs or and secondhand smoking as well? Yeah, yeah. So it's very well known that um, smoking actually affects the lungs very badly. Um, It can cause things like coughs, colds, wheezing, asthma. Um, Really, that's just the start of kind of the injury that can be caused to lungs through smoking. Um, That can be pretty instant. So if somebody's smoking, it can, you know, uh, I'm sure there's people who have had their first cigarette um, and coughed soon as they've had it. Mm. Um, And that's purely because most of the chemicals go down into the lungs and um, kind of the main part that stays in the lungs is the tar from the smoking. So we've got over 4,000 chemicals per cigarette, um, of which a multiple of them made up of tar, Um, And around 70% of that tar is actually retained in the lungs. And that's when somebody who's smoked for a very long time will um, possibly end up with either a respiratory condition, which we may talk about today. So things like COPD, um, severe asthma, um, or even lung cancer. Fantastic. Uh, And Dr. Abu Bakr, in relation to um, your work, why is this such an important topic in relation to taking care of the lungs from a population perspective? Well, my job is to help people feel better. And if you look at uh, when people aren't feeling better, they're in hospital is the worst case scenario. Well, the biggest admission by far is respiratory conditions, Mm -hmm. both in children and adults. Mm -hmm. Um, For adults, it's mainly COPD. What and is COPD? COPD is uh, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Right. The easiest way to think of it, although it's not completely clinically correct, but this is the easiest way I, yeah. I can explain it. Do you know the Aero Bar, chocolate bar, Whisper Bar? Yeah, I do. It's got lots of little bubbles. Yeah. That's your um, alveoli. And each one's very thin. It's got to be thin to exchange oxygen into the blood vessel, then takes it to the rest of the body via the heart. If you smoke, every cigarette you have, those bubbles get burst. Hmm. So technical terms, the surface area starts to reduce. You get a lot of inflammation. And then that dead space no longer is exchanging oxygen. So you start to get short of breath. The body doesn't like dead space, so it fills it up with mucus to try and uh, stop that space. Um, and then the problem with that mucus is full of protein. And if you're bad diet and smoking, hmm. it's like having a blocked gutter. Then the bacteria comes in and then you get infection, which then breaks down even more and then it gets into a vicious cycle. So you start to lose the surface area of your lungs. Sure. And so your breathing gets worse. 
you start coughing, you start coughing up green phlegm, your infection rate starts to go up, which then increases the damage to the lung. And then what you end up doing is having a lung that should give you lots of oxygen mm. is now struggling to provide oxygen for the rest of the body. Sure. And just had a question in, in relation to uh, children's lungs, particularly, and asthma. Um, so, I mean, just going back a step, what what exactly is asthma and, you know, how does that occur within children? Obviously, not, not you know, they're not smoking, for example. So asthma is very different from um, COPD. COPD is actual damage and inflammation causing damage. So it's not reversible. So once you lose that part of the lung, that's gone. Right. Um, the beauty is you've got so much lung that with time, your body does react. But if you mm. keep abusing it by smoking, for example, or not exercising, mm. not looking after yourself, then you don't get that back. With asthma, it's almost like your airways close and open. So the way to think of it is um, you've got lots of tubes going into your lungs. In evolutionary terms, if something was accidentally to go into your lungs, you need your body to protect the sensitive part of the lung so it closes. Mm -hmm. So it has an automatic release of chemicals which then makes the muscles of the um, walls of the uh, areoles and things close. Well, in asthma, that gets triggered off too quickly by lots of things. So for some people, it might be hay fever. For some people, it would be dogs, cats. For some people, it's everything. Some people, it's just cold air. Mm -hmm. Some people, it's exercise. So that chemical that's getting released is the uh, precursor to the muscles constricting. So the body's overreacting. It's an inflammatory process. So what the medication aims to try and do is widen those muscles and relax them, right. which is most people know as Ventolin or the Salbutamol, the blue inhaler. The blue inhaler, yeah. Our biggest concern is a lot of people don't know about the inflammation. So they quite happily use the blue inhaler, but not actually controlling the asthma because what controls the asthma is by stopping the chemicals being released. Mm -hmm. And that's the preventative treatment that we give, which is like the brown inhalers, uh, such as Clenil. Right. And we often find children particularly aren't using those inhalers. Because mm -hmm. often is, I think, is, um, is a bit of a misunderstanding around the, uh, the nature of the inhalers. And actually, if a child isn't feeling unwell, they don't necessarily, parents don't necessarily see the need for those to be used. Is that in your experience? That's right. So when you use a blue inhaler, you feel well. But the guidelines are if you're using the blue inhaler more than three times a week, mm. um, then your asthma is not controlled. So right. you should be seeing either your asthma nurse or your doctor mm. to actually see um, whether we can improve. Um, now, some people, even the GPs will find it difficult and the asthma nurses will find it difficult to control that, then they may need to go into hospital. Mm. So we've got a very small percentage of people who are very difficult to control, but the majority, we should be able to get them wheeze-free, cough-free, being able to take part in sports and things without thinking about their asthma. Yeah. And how does it work just in terms of um, the, the children with asthma and how that then it seems that as they as they grow older, they no longer they seem to kind of no longer have asthma. Is that a correct understanding? Well, most children will improve. Yeah. Um, so probably about I can't remember the recent figures. I think it's about 10 percent still have quite severe asthma into adulthood. Right. Um, but we're worried that it's an inflammatory process so we think there's something to do with the body overreacting to certain chemicals and things mm. so for example uh, as joe quite rightly said there's so many chemicals 4000 wasn't it yeah even i have to gulp yeah you know um i sometimes say to my patients if you go to the kettle and suck that in the heat produced by a kettle that's just boiled you wouldn't do it <laughs> yet someone's quite happy to put the same sort of heat into their lungs mm. with 4,000 different chemicals in it without thinking. Mm. And it's just getting into perspective. But these kids have got sensitive lungs, so they're reacting quickly. So you can imagine if they're around smokers or pollution or whatever, it's going to trigger off the asthma more quickly. Absolutely. And also, there's a lot of research now about what our diet. Mm. There's lots of um, inflammatory processes going on with our diet uh, in terms of I could go on forever about this because it's really interesting <laughs> stuff. But, you know, um, too much sugar, too mm. much E-numbers, too much artificial things, not enough vegetables. It, it affects our immune system. 
Yeah. So our immune system's reacting too quickly to things. So things like inflammatory conditions like asthma, rheumatoid arthritis, and, and as we get older, um, heart disease and things like that are all being linked now. Diabetes, for example, is being linked with lifestyle changes sure absolutely now that was a really um that was a really helpful question from our listeners so i encourage others that do get involved and you can do that by calling us on fahad 01582481822 or uh, texting us on or whatsapping us on 0779481822 thank you very much just making sure you're still with us there fahad <sighs> <laughs> you look tired today no well notes. it's a long day yeah that's it <laughs> so just in relation to uh coming back to the the topic of today's show around loving our lungs um i mean other than obviously we've spoken a little bit about smoking and one of the things that often comes up in relation to um smoking is the topic of shisha now, obviously, in a diverse community like Luton, um, that's quite relevant. And uh, with your experience, Joe, what what if any uh, advice is there around shisha? So we know that shisha is just as damaging, if not more damaging than cigarette smoke. Um, research that we did a few years ago in Luton um, shows that one hour's worth of shisha pipe smoking is 200 cigarettes worth of smoke going into your lungs. So if you do that throughout the night at 10 minutes a time, six times, then you've you've got quite a lot of uh, tar um, and like Dr. Abubakar said, um, all the chemicals and heat going into the lungs, again, affecting um, all those little air pockets that you need to to transfer that oxygen. So, yeah, so it's very damaging. Um, and, yeah. And I've heard, I've heard it said that because um, in relation to there's been some anecdotal evidence with the L&D talking about how a lot of people don't necessarily, when they're asked about um, their smoking status, uh, say that they're um, smoking if they're if they're taking shisha and that particularly being a concern with a lot of kind of young women who might be pregnant at the time uh-huh um, is that something that you've heard anything about or yeah we do get some reports of um, shisha smoking in pregnancy um, as well as cigarette smoking so um, that the the message is really um, not to try not to do it um, yeah. uh, and come for some specialist support. Um, however, don't get that confused with e-cigarettes because we know that e-cigarettes is different to shisha smoking mm. and e-cigarettes is a much safer way of receiving nicotine um, compared with smoking cigarettes. Absolutely. Fahad. Um, sorry, um, 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 one of our Facebook listeners just uh, questioned us, Fateh Apoli, asking, as anyone uh, smokes 30 cigarettes a day for 20 years, what uh, what's the lung condition then? Well, I can tell you how much I can tell you how much tar would be in the lungs potentially. Um, so, what was that? How much in a year? Uh, how, um, uh, anyone who smokes thirty cigarettes a day for twenty years, what's the lung condition then? Okay. Well, from a smoking perspective, I can give an answer. So I know that each year um, a a 20-a-day smoker will retain 400 milliliters of tar in their lungs, Mm -hmm. um, which is a very sticky substance. Um, Do that for 20 years, multiply 400 by 20, and you've got a lot of tar in your lungs. Um, That is obviously breaking away all the... uh, so instead of, instead of lung, you have a tar. You have a t- yeah, a, a, a lung of tar. <laughs> um, the lungs are repairable, so they try to break it away. But unfortunately, it either um, fills in those whole pockets um, and becomes COPD, or actually can form a mutation and become lung cancer. And over a long time, that can happen. The, 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 the longer you smoke, the more your risk. Okay, the way the way I think of it, and I think I've done it on your program before. Um, as a non-smoker, it's like me driving on the motorway at 70 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. I can follow all the rules, but there's no guarantee that I'm not going to have a crash. Mm-hmm. But as a smoker, your risk of many conditions are increased by five times. And the longer you smoke, that multiplies. So five times is like driving 350 miles per hour on mm-hmm. the motorway. Why well, I poo myself when I drive anything above 80. <laughs> <laughs> but people are happy to drive 350 without thinking 
So the good news, though, is at any stage, if you stop smoking, your risk starts to tumble down. Absolutely. So it's almost as if you put the handbrakes on and safely um, and everything starts to slow down. And, you know, yeah. the changes are remarkably quick. Yeah. But obviously, if you've lost your lung, you don't have five times bigger lungs than you need. Mm -hmm. And if you've already had your stroke or got leaky blood vessels because the, the chemicals have damaged, you're not going to reverse that. Mm -hmm. But some of it is reversible at any stage. So we encourage people in their 70s and their 80s who've smoked all 60 years, maybe, still to stop smoking because the benefits far outweigh um, the, the downside of stopping smoking. Excellent. And can I just add to that, actually, because um, we may have patients that are smokers uh, or listeners that are, have COPD and they'll say, why should I stop smoking now? Because I've done the damage. I've heard that a lot. That's because you are actually stopping the progression of the COPD. Continuing to smoke will progress it. Stopping will slow. Will, sure. will almost halt it. And we know we have lots of smokers in Leeds, so we're going to be continuing this topic straight after this advert break. Please do stay with us. Assalamu alaikum, this is Atif Nawaz and you're listening to an Inspire FM podcast. Any health advice given, whether general, diet, physical or spiritual, is general only and must be verified by your doctor. If you need medical advice, please consult a doctor. Assalamu alaikum and good evening to all our listeners and viewers. Welcome back to the live health and fitness show. Uh, I am your host for today, uh, Sulma Rafiq, joined by the main man, Mr. Fahad Matan. Fahad, thank you very much for joining us. I'm delighted to say we have two friends of the show in the studio. Uh, Joe, you just introduce yourself. Yeah, hi, I'm Joe Miola. I'm the Stop Smoking Service Manager for Luton, Total Wellbeing Luton. Fantastic. And... Talib? I'm Talib Ababaka, local GP up the road here. Great stuff. Thank you very much for giving up your uh, evening on today, the 20th of June, to join us live on Inspire FM. Now, the reason we do this show live is so you can engage with us. So why not do that by calling us on 01582481822. You can text or WhatsApp us on 0779481822. I repeat, 0779481822. Fantastic. And we really appreciate when uh, viewers and listeners do get in touch. And just to encourage you a little bit more to do that, we have a quiz question, uh, which you're not allowed to Google the answer, by the way. I know, you know, I, I do that sometimes, to be honest. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so don't Google the answer. Avoid that. Um, avoid that. Pick some guess. <laughs> because there's only one think answer. I think, think about it. There's, there's only one of three answers. Either one. it can be right, it can be left, or it can be both. Absolutely. That's right. So the question is... Which of your lungs are bigger? Uh, your left, your right, or are they both the same? And you can uh, WhatsApp us that answer to that question. And, and the reason for that question is because today's show is dedicated to loving your lungs as it's Love Your Lung Week. And today is Clean Air Day. So we're dedicating our show to all things lungs. So... Sorry there, Joe. Just before uh, the break there, you were discussing around um, smoking and the support that's available. We're very fortunate in Luton, aren't we, to have uh, an integrated lifestyle service. Can you just tell us a little bit more about that and how people can access it? Yes. So Total Wellbeing Luton is an integrated health and wellbeing service um, dealing with physical and emotional health. Um, and one of those services is Stop Smoking Service. Um, and the easiest way to get in touch, really, is um, by calling our number, 03. 4152 or visiting our website. Fantastic. And why specifically your service? Obviously, there's lots of different ways, isn't there? What's what's so great about your service? Our service, um, we deal with a lot of um, different physical and mental health um, problems for people. And I think the benefit of the Luton service is it's integrated. That means if um, you want to come to us, for example, to stop smoking, but actually after that, 
you may want some support with weight management um, or some physical activity or some emotional health, um, then we can get that uh, sorted out for you um, straight away. Fantastic. And just to just to be really clear, the service is available free of charge? Yes. So all of our services are free of charge. Um, uh, the Stop Smoking particularly service is 12 weeks long. Um, so it is a dedicated service where we'll see people in clinics um, at appointments and we have specialists that um, in in each of those areas that can discuss um, the the needs of the person that we see. Great. And what's your success kind of rate? Or yeah. So um, over the last year um, in Luton, we've seen over a thousand people, um, a thousand smokers, um, and our quit rate is. 49%. So wow. that actually equates to for every wow. two smokers that come to us, one of them ice quitting with us. What, and that's amazing. What because that's huge actually. Yeah. Um what's the rate if you just try and do it on your own? Yeah, that's a good point. So the rate if you do it on your own is 3%. Right. So okay. it just shows the supportive mm. stuff and it's free and the treatment's free. Yeah. Uh the numbers everywhere you can just google Luton uh, total well-being or yeah. to gluten smoking cessation and you'll get the numbers yeah um, and our clinics are 8 a.m to 8 p.m monday to friday and at the weekends too so if you work um and or if there's time you work shifts we can work around you too fantastic and obviously for a lot of listeners um you know during ramadan i know i went well, we went out for dinner as uh, one 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 night we go all go out together all the guys from school and everyone we all get together for one meal and i did uh, not know you're still at school mate <laughs> no, you know the guys that are well, my friends at school, and I'm still in touch. You know what I meant, by yeah. That. yeah. And it was amazing that these guys, obviously, they've you know not ate, drank anything for 18 hours, and it's literally as soon as they broke the fast, the first thing they wanted to do was go and have a uh, puff on a e-cigarette or a um, or a cigarette or whatever it was they went and did. Yeah. And it's amazing that they were able to you know um, abstain, abstain uh, for uh, 18 odd hours, and then literally. Uh, that was the first thing they were craving to do but one sorry two uh, no one out of every two smokers that you support in the last year they've been able to quit absolutely so hopefully they can continue a bit of momentum from the 18 hours and join your service and then you know make that a lifetime habit and what's the kind of costs involved i remember a long time ago seeing something do you you know the costs um for smoking is like going up you say i remember seeing something you save every week you save yeah well, if you smoke 20 a day for a year, you're spending over £3,000 a year on cigarettes. Really? Um, and that equates to, it's coming up to £10 per packet of 20 now. Mm. Um, so, yeah, very expensive. £10 uh, for a packet of 20? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so um, very expensive. Um, but if you stop smoking, you get your treatments through the service, and that's all free of charge mm. um, for the for the 12 weeks that you come. Um, and probably more importantly now, we offer um, we're offering e-cigarettes too. Um, so we, what do you mean you're offering for e-cigarettes? So, Expand on that, please. So if, if a smoker wants to come to us and stop smoking and they've tried to use patches before or some prescribed medication that's known as Champix um, and, you know, they may not have got on with it um, or they want chewing all, gums and... and the chewing gums and all of that, or if they just want to simply try an e-cigarette, um, we know now that Public Health England is saying that's 95% safer than smoking a cigarette. So we're offering starter packs for smokers so we can see how they get on with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know get them off the cigarettes um, okay so you if people have tried the uh more traditional methods previously yeah. that hasn't worked for them you're now offering e-cigarette starter yes. packs because e-cigarettes are 95 percent safer than smoking cigarettes yes. wow i didn't yeah. know i didn't know that and i, I work in public health it is it's annoying. like driving 80 miles per hour rather than 70 <laughs> <laughs> and i like driving with you e-cigarettes there's a lot of worries i mean it's mm. amazing how many cigarette smokers come to me and say oh i don't think it's safe mm. to take e-cigarettes yet they're driving 350 miles per hour whereas e-cigarettes you know 95 percent uh safety record which is huge you know mm. paracetamol doesn't have that good record no so e-cigarettes are, i still think stopping altogether is best and that's Absolutely. what we should aim for so the idea is it's a step stepping stone yeah because some people just can't stop when if particularly if they're smoking 20 a day or whatever mm. but as i say if you go through the services and you and there's lots of information about different ways of changing your habits and distracting yourself and all sorts of things which the experts can tell you about 
Um, that's what works, and that's why the figures are so good. Mm. It's just getting people through there. Mm. And some people say, oh, I've smoked all my life, or smoke, I can't, I'm too stressed. Well, imagine having a stroke, how much your stress levels will go up. Because yeah. your stress doesn't suddenly change, it gets far worse. Mm. So being able to stop smoking three thousand pounds, I didn't realise that yeah. I could do with three thousand pounds extra. Yeah. <laughs> we all yeah. could. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we know that smoking is an addiction. Nicotine is mm. addictive. So if somebody's tried to quit before and it hasn't worked, it doesn't matter. They can come back and try again. Um, an average smoker will take seven times before they become a successful long-term non-smoker. Right. So we, we know wow. that people can come back time and time again. Non-judgmental, it doesn't matter what's happened, what's led you back to the cigarettes, we'll, we, you know, we'll, we'll support you again. Fantastic. And then just in terms of, because uh, the, the shisha one I do find so interesting. In terms of, I've, I always thought it was just going to be something that kind of was in fashion for a bit, like Pokemon Go, <laughs> and then it, like, where, exactly, whatever happened to Pokemon Go. So What is that? There oh. you go. See, so it's no longer in fashion. <laughs> that's another and, show. <laughs> and so, but yeah, that's kind of stuck around, isn't it? And, you know, it's still kind of going strong and you see it on Instagram and well, all the rest of it. To, to be honest, Shisha was basically an, a, a latest form of hookah uh, from old good old days. Yeah, I, I remember some of the old movies, if you see, or uh, any of the, um, if you go back home, you will see old Babaji's uh, <laughs> yeah. on, on the charpoys sitting there and having hookah. So it's pretty much like that, but in a in a nice, uh, unique, mm. uh, flashy form, uh, and the, uh, it's no longer a charpa. It's a, it's in a in a in a in a restaurant kind of a okay yeah. place where people are sitting and chit chatting and having a, a, a kind of a communal time. Mm. Yeah. Social, kind of, yeah, social, yeah. social time. So it's, but the statistic was that one hour is the equivalent of smoking two hundred cigarettes. Cigarettes right? worth of smoke. Yeah. Two hundred cigarettes. Then, worth is it smoke. is it one hour continuous smoking? No. Off? So you, that's what Clarify I said. That, that, if you please, do, yeah. if you do six lots of ten minutes over an evening, that's the that's the same as one hour's worth of shisha. So sorry, repeat it. So if you if you use shisha for ten minutes, yeah. And then it gets passed around, and then you do another 10 minutes. If you do that six times, then that's 60 minutes. Then that's one hour's worth of shisha smoking. Because that's, that's generally 200 how it works, cigarettes. Isn't it? That's yeah. generally how it yeah. works. It kind of gets passed around. You don't smoke. I think generally it's not a whole hour at a time that people use shisha, is it? Continuously, necessarily. That is just hot. Yeah. You're not down with the kids, mate. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so my point is an hour over an evening is 200 cigarettes worth of smoke. We have to try that one day, shall no, we? Yeah. No, no, we don't. That's no, the whole point. It's not good. That's the whole point. I don't, I don't want to be driving any cars at 350 miles per no. hour. Thank you so I much. I, I thought, I thought you were just inviting me. I have small children that yes. I want to be able to run around a park with for, uh, you know, inshallah. Uh, thank you very much for that, Joe. Appreciate no your your uh, expert information. You always just have it there on the top of your head. There's so much <laughs> that I don't know about this topic, which I'm learning all the time. Sorry, Talib, you were saying something. Not really. Oh, okay, sorry. I, I, think, would, um... I would like you to touch on, in relation to uh, Dr. Abubakar, the, um, we, we're very fortunate in Luton that we have a range of different services that are available to us. And my understanding is that there's going to be uh, more done around screening. Can you, can you explain a little bit more about that? Yeah. Um, there's good news and bad news. Hmm. We've been picked as um, a pilot site, um, one of 10 across the nation. Right. Uh, to try and diagnose lung cancers early. Um, I've been a doctor for a long time now, and I, I remember when I first came out of um, medical school, if, if you were to get breast cancer, your survival rate was less than a year from 90% of people. Really? Now, five-year survivals, if you catch it early enough, is is nearly 90%. Uh, that's five-year survival. So 90% of people are almost getting cured because five years is what they normally say for cure. Um, now the problem with Luton if you look at all the screening programs that are around mm -hmm. breast screening, cervical screening uh, stool sample screening we're very poor at taking these screening events up um, so that means that we're picking up cancers at a later stage which then makes them a more aggressive treatment to try and treat them but then the treatment rates are, are lower as well so for particularly for lung, we're one of the lowest quarter 
in the country. So we've been given this opportunity where there's new investment come in to try and organise a screening programme that's already been piloted in uh, Leeds and Manchester where most people were being picked up at the late stages. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately with cancer, it's one of the most difficult cancers to treat. Once you get picked up at the late stages, mm. your survival rate is about 20% one year, 20 to 30%. If you get picked up at stage one, it's curable in some cases. So what we're trying to do is get people in and be picked up. So one of the things we're, we're working on, and we've been very fortunate, is that they're giving us a, an opportunity to screen all smokers and ex-smokers from the age of 55 to 74. Mm -hmm. So this program's just being worked through. So you're not going to hear much in terms of letters and things until later on in the year. We're hoping to see our first patients to screen in uh, January. So that's roughly the timeline. But it's a really good opportunity to, to start people thinking. So if mm. you're a smoker over age of 55, the likelihood is you're going to get a letter from your GP to ask you various questions to see if you fit into the um, criteria for um, being screened. So what they do is they do a spirometry, which is check how big your lungs are and check for COPD and things like that. So we're picking up conditions like that much earlier, which are um, amenable to treatment for at a much earlier stage. But equally as important is to pick up these cancers at a much earlier stage. So they've paid for a, a portable CT scan with low uh, emission um, radio uh, exposure. Um, and these are much more accurate at picking up at early stages, at tiny, tiny stages, so mm. that they're more curable. And the whole network's been set up so they, the lung specialists are ready to take these patients on. The surgeons are ready. The oncologists are ready. So we're making them all ready to be able to get these patients early. Um, the results from Leeds and Manchester have been absolutely fantastic. Have they? So we're hoping to reproduce that in Luton. My concern is um, the fact that screening is, and I think it's an ideal opportunity. I know we're talking about lungs, but so many families are being destroyed because people aren't getting their screening done. Mm. Yet we're seeing benefits of screening when people are being picked up early and being cured. So yeah. They're still with their families because mm. they've gone through the screening process. But I don't quite know what this block is. Mm. Some of it's cultural, some of it's fear, some of it's lack of knowledge. Uh, and perhaps we should be doing our job a bit better in advising people. But there is so much information there. Mm. So if you do get this letter, have a look at it, have a read. It's not about saying you've got cancer. It's about saying you haven't got cancer because majority of people won't. Yeah. We may pick up other illnesses earlier so we can treat them earlier. But equally, if we do find cancer early, we can treat you. Mm -hmm. I mean, first and foremost, I think it's it's worth just saying, um, you know, thank you and your colleagues in relation to getting this additional uh, funding in for Luton because we're one of only 10 areas that you that's said right, there yeah. that have been able to draw this resource in. Um, and, and that's obviously, you know, because I was looking at some of the statistics around uh, um, smoking and deaths related to smoking, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, for Luton, even in comparison to some of our statistical neighbours, it really is... Um, uh, not not good reading and so you've been able to get this uh funding in to be able to provide this um a mobile van so it's going to be quite uh, accessible uh is that is that the thinking behind that, it being that, that's that way the thinking so we um certainly where leads they they went mm. to different sites we're, we're looking for sites because it's it's like three buses yeah because you've got the ct scan mm. you've got the spirometry you've got the smoke cessation team you've got yeah. uh, other health workers to help people in other ways sure so it's it's a big project so yeah there'll be three buses three buses so at the same time sites to yeah find these three. so we're fairly confident we'll find the sites yeah and the whole project the stumbling block's going to be if people don't come to them absolutely um and miss that opportunity the 105 mm. cancer lung cancers mm. uh, are diagnosed in luton yeah wow um so it's a lot mm. um and if we can pick these people up earlier yeah uh, and cure them Mm. it's massive absolutely so i guess there's one thing in terms of um listeners you've always been so helpful in relation to you know if you've got any ideas of good locations where we might want to be able to take this then we're very uh, open to those ideas you absolutely. know if there's anyone that wants to host us industrial estates lots of businesses etc then uh why not give us your ideas and fresh thoughts but most important messages around once you receive this letter so when when did you say that this is going to start it starts in january 
sort of letters we're going to be going yeah, out. We're all going through the planning stages at the sure. moment. So we're, we're probably looking towards October, November. Yeah. It's a two-year project. Okay. So everyone's not going to be um, sure. come through in the first wave. So yep. we're going to pilot the first few waves just mm. to see um, what's the best way to do this. Mm -hmm. But there's two years. So we've got a two-year project. It's been funded for two years. The likelihood is going to be funded for more. Now, if we find it is as successful as uh, Manchester and Leeds have mm. Then we'll be commissioning that to be doing that more frequently. Yeah, I appreciate um, a lot still to be planned, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Do you have any sense at the moment of roughly like how long these appointments are going to take, or is it all to be confirmed at this stage? What? Um, uh, how long it will take if someone was to attend an appointment? Well, the, the first part will be screening to see if they fit the criteria because yep. it's a strict criteria and that's mm. nationally guided rather yep. than us doing it locally. So the first part will be a questionnaire. So we're going to be screening all practices to see who's been a smoker and uh, over um, and ex-smokers who are over 55 to 74. Uh, we can't do everyone, unfortunately, because there's only limited money. But if we can see it making it work, then obviously that can be expanded. Um, so the whole thing that they're going to have... So the ones who get screened and then actually end up on the bus, and we think in Luton it's going to be about 3,000 patients, mm -hmm. uh, will be screened over those two years. Those who actually get onto the bus will get a spirometry. They'll get spoken to by healthcare workers about smoke cessation, et cetera, uh, and then they'll also get a CT scan. So we're thinking it'll probably take two or two hours or so. Okay. But potentially could save your life. Absolutely. Which I think is really something, really and, you know, is, yeah. is, is the take-home message. that the learning that they learn yeah. from the event itself will mm. have a knock-on effect to yeah. relatives and so forth. Absolutely. Because like you say, I think just uh, bringing in the other guys as well, just in relation to, you know, um, so my personal kind of thing is around often people don't take up screening because of fear. What do you, Joe Fahad, what do you guys think about that? Well, it's fear, it's uh, time, place, uh, knowledge, a mm. uh, bit of a uh, bit mix of everything, uh, unavailability because yeah. we yeah. Uh, 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 most of those screenings are coming towards either in the, that part of our life where either we are we are busy with work mm. or we are busy with kids yeah. or we are busy with uh, something or other. What yeah. do you think, Joe? I also think um, that yeah, the fear um, and maybe potentially people are actually well but are, you know or are not well and worried about what the results may be so mm. you know so this this whole program has been designed to be really user friendly really engaging and it's going to be out there it's going to be mobile and so we're just encouraging everyone to keep an eye out for it and um, uh, take advantage of this free service that's been made available Fahad sorry doc uh, what do you think is the reason why people not take uptake the I think it's a mixture of everything you've said, mm -hmm. um, but there's also, I think, a cultural aspect to it as well. Mm. So, you know, breast screening, you've got to get your breasts, so yep. a lot of our sisters aren't comfortable with that. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's it's high prevalence, breast cancer. Mm. Cervical cancer, you have to have a cervical smear, which isn't mm. the most pleasant thing to do. The, um, the fecal test is so easy now. Mm -hmm. It does mean doing a poo sample outside the toilet or mm. catch it somehow and then just put a little probe in and then just send send it off so mm. you don't you don't have to miss work or anything like that it's, mm. it's a simple procedure yeah our numbers are low i'm hoping that as we start to advertise and encourage people because you know the, the, the downside is if you don't do it and then you end up getting a cancer at later stages is you're going to be spending a lot more time yeah. in mm -hmm. a lot more difficult situations getting your investigations and treatments done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And maybe some people think it might not happen to them. So mm. their disbelief in knowing that they may have smoked or done something and think, no, actually, I'll be okay. Sure. Because actually... I loved smoking. I don't need to worry about it. Yada, yes. Yada, yada. Yeah, even an ex-smoker still has a risk. Um, yeah. It takes up to 10 years so for lung cancer risk to be that of a, of a non-smoker. Best to so. get checked out, absolutely. I mean, time has really passed us by so quickly. Um, we're just approaching the end of our show. Um, so just before I ask our uh, guests if they have any final comments or points they would like to make we did have a quiz question which i'm delighted to say i can now give you the answer to so the question for anyone who missed it was uh which lung is bigger your left your right or are they both the same uh well i'm sitting on right so i will say right yes you're gonna say right is which bigger well yeah i'm sitting on right so i'll, yeah. I'll say right doctor right right 
I'm going right. You felt peer pressure there. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's because I believe your heart is on your left, so you've got more space on the right-hand side. Absolutely, absolutely. I hope our listeners all got that right and, you know, can take that away from them. Your lungs are so important to your overall health. Physical activity is absolutely critical to that. And uh, park run and... Um, not yeah, park run. One of the things smoking. which I know, uh, if if you want to keep your lungs uh, more uh, healthy, moderate, and intense, is to it's to run. And and you're the best edu- um, advocate of park run, Doc. I, I did the very first one in Luton four years ago. There were seventy people turned up. Now there's over three hundred and fifty people, all wow. shapes and sizes, all ages, going round, um, running, walking, walking, running. Uh, strolling with their prams, uh, 5k every Saturday morning, 9 o'clock. If you go onto Park Run website, you can register for free, completely free. You get a barcode. And what's amazing is the number of people, um, as you may know, I like to show off about, about did the London Marathon recently. <laughs> yeah. There's 20 of us from the community, mm-hmm. and most of them weren't runners. Uh, there's two special guys I want to say a quick hello to, Cadell, Ashraf, and uh, Ranamir. Hmm. They both lost between them almost twenty stones. Wow! Wow! Yeah, we and, need to get them on the show. You certainly do. Um, and they raised over nearly six, seven thousand pounds for Amazing. children with cancer. The group we did seventy-two thousand for the twenty of us, mm-hmm. uh, all from Luton, and they all have done park run that's where they got started fantastic and it's let's, in a beautiful walled out park it's stunning yes indeed you know, stunning. let's, let's most... talk about park run next week absolutely let's because we are, we are running out of time so let's talk about park run next week joe just finally the service you mentioned so successful how do people get in touch so they can ring us on a number i've forgotten hold on a minute. we'll come back <laughs> to joe back Fahad, to last comments oh well definitely look after yourself and breathe as much as you can Absolutely. Telephone number 0300-555-4152. Fantastic. Listeners, thank you so much for joining us. We will be back again uh, next week. If you've missed any of today's show, then don't worry. You can still catch us online, the Inspire FM Facebook page, or our new podcasts. Uh, we'll be back also on Sunday at 9 p.m. Until next week, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum, this is Atif Nawaz. Listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify.